I know their schedule isn't where they're supposed to be, but if you're the defending champion, you're undefeated. You're supposed to run right back there. Right. So are you a more of an NFL fan or a... Yeah, I say I'm more of an NFL guy. But it's, it's only because I just feel like the college players get exploited. You yeah, know? all right? This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org. They say a stubborn way is the way to stay. So I chased the plenty trades, then I ran away. Missed out on plenty just trying to penetrate. After dinner dates, me and my intimate begin to escape. What you learn is you live, and I tend to survive. Like a down ass homie dog, I tend to just ride. You've been that corner hard, I'ma lean it aside. Until the destination met, then we arrive. So I arrive at court, arrive on porch. Just moving to do nothing, just show the support. In a world where a man can smoke a million new ports, you understand, of course. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Dre, and this is Lost Like Y'all. I know y'all wondering where the hell have I been? Well, your boy been going through it a little bit, you know, between school, between life. It's been real. Um, I gotta say, getting your wisdom teeth cut out sucks tremendously. Like, there's <laughs> no words for it. No words for it. But nonetheless, your boy back. Um, I gotta say, this episode is uh, something interesting. It's an interesting conversation. Um, here in America, we have this this great school, this great schooling system, right? You got your K through 12 situation, you know, where you go to school for free, and then you know, throughout that period, they're asking you, what do you want to be in your life? What do you want to be when you grow up? And they tell you, you can be anything. I really don't know if that's the case. Um, Most of us just find a job and go to work, you know, until we get tired of it. And then we go find another job until we get tired of it, you know, and this process happens over and over again. Now, I will say this. I think you can identify who's loyal in life based off of how long they can stay on a job. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, just because, you know, just because you have somebody who's willing to work 30, 30 years on the same job, I don't know if, I don't know if that's really dedication or loyalty in a good way, um, or if that's settling, or I'm, I'm not sure what that is, um, but I know that it's something that, I know it's something that drives us all 
in a place uh some of it some of it can feel like a, a place of misery actually you know as as we as we go through this endless journey on our way to to retirement right as i hold up quotation marks <laughs> um what do we want out of retirement that's the bigger question you know what i'm saying um what age do we want to retire an even bigger question right now the question you have to ask yourself is what's the quickest way to early retirement right what do you have to be in your life to to, to make enough to make enough money that you could say, yo, I'm done. Well, the reality of it is, if if we're not like some kind of like sports prodigy, you know what I'm saying, in the black community, it ain't really happening. Um, but as I've been doing research, I've been coming to realize it's a lot of people that it ain't happening for. I'm saying it's a lot it's a lot of Americans that that are caught up in a system that is relentless it is definitely a vicious cycle if I could quote one of my um one of my one of my writers that you're gonna hear from um it's this thing called loans and more importantly like student loans mortgages are to be considered as well I mean because when you think about it how much money do you need to make in your life to pay for your house pay for your student loans pay for all the food you're going to need all the utilities and live within a humble space right um I don't know I don't know if anybody listening has ever actually thought about that round number is it a million dollars is it two million dollars um What 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 is it? What is it? Now I might sound a little crazy, but all I can say is something don't something ain't adding up to me, y'all. Something's really not adding up to me. So um, recently I asked recently I asked um, people via social media what some topics they would want to hear about, and this one came up, you know, because people are really out here trying to figure out how to get out of this debt. You know, because it's like you don't have but so much time on this earth. Yeah, they're telling you people are living longer. But let's be real. Like, we all know this thing is subject to whatever runs in your family. You know what I'm saying? If people don't live long in your family, you're probably not going to live long. You know what I'm saying? They could tell you all this. All, they could tell you modern science is this, that, and the third. But until they regenerate organs and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't happening, y'all. You're going to still fall victim to the same things that our parents and grandparents have fell victim to before us. So with that being said, you know what I mean? You have X amount of time to make X amount of dollars and enjoy your life. Most of us are not going to do that, y'all. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just keeping it a band with y'all. For anybody who don't know what a band is, I'm just being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of people out here who go fall victim. Now, with that being said, can we find a way to maneuver through the system? Yes. That's more so of what I'm trying to enlighten people with in this episode. When you're to the younger crowd that's listening, that's in college right now, I really want you to pay attention to some of the things that 
some of these people have said because it's real. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good in it. There's a lot of bad in it. More importantly, you know, I need you to identify with what you're going to do with your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can be anything in America, I think. But only a few people can do but so much. Think about how many people is in America, right? Versus how many jobs are in America. Versus how many jobs are paying well in America. Versus everybody else with a job. Or without one, you know. They tell you go to college and everything will be alright. It'll all sort itself out. Billion dollars student loans last year. Okay, so listen. I guess what I'm trying to say to you is, man, I, what what I, what I want to know is like, are we, are we recording many, right now? Yeah, we're recording right now. All right, cool. It, so it, so it, this isn't a video podcast. No, it's just it's just audio. audio. It's just audio. I try to keep everything anonymous as I can because yeah, people yeah. tell me things that they really don't want. That's to tight. Be. I won't tell you who I am. All right. So, um, what I really want to know is like, how many people are actually paying these loans off? You know what I mean? How sure. many people are dying in debt? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so student loans are like. A real issue for our country um, for a couple of reasons. Um, usually, the most the, the people who are most affected by student loans are actually very highly compensated individuals. So, doctors, well, lawyers, people in finance who went to business school. Um, but the real issue with student loans is that the debt that's issued on student loans is typically charged at a much higher interest rate right. than typical debt in this country. So, you know, right now, if we look at prevailing interest rates, you know, my my average client who has a mortgage on a house that, you know, maybe it's a million dollar house, they're probably paying about three and a half percent on that mortgage, right. which is a very low interest rate. Right. With that said, the average student loan in this country is being lent out about seven and a half percent, which if you look at compounding interest and you realize the time value of money, that's an enormously high rate of interest. It is. Seven and a half is one of those rates of interest where if you're paying the minimum every year, you might be paying, you know, 85% to just the increase in interest and only 15% of what you're paying is actually paying down your, you know, your, your original debt that's due. Right. And so when you do that, you're really stuck in a vicious cycle of student debt. Exactly, exactly. And so what, you know, that's basically- what, That's what sparked this conversation. Right, and like, so, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a vicious cycle. Um, and it can inc negatively impact people in an incredible way. You know, one of the one of the issues with college in this country is that, are you, are you familiar with inflation? Yes. Okay, so basically, for those who may be listening, you don't know what inflation is, Basically, every year, the value of a dollar in this country shrinks by a little bit. That's why when you hear about, you know, people who grew up in the 30s and they, you know, bought a house for $500, that's how they used to work. Right. There's something called inflation, where the value of each individual dollar shrinks by a little bit each year as the economy grows. And so the average rate of inflation in this country has been about 2% for the last 50 years, which means that let's say you have $100. If you hang on to that $100 and you don't invest it, you don't grow it in a money market fund, after five years, that $100 
has 10% less purchasing power than it did at the original you know point in time. So right, right. by purchasing power, we talk about what you're able to buy. So exactly. You know, let's what, what say is, what, what is worth actually. Right. So right. let's say you know with a hundred dollars, you can buy you know. Hundred dollars used to last twenty years ago. Right, you could get that to last you all week. Now you could bust a hundred. Right, gone so in a day. you know, let's say you got a hundred dollars, and let's just say you could buy twenty-five dollar sandwiches with a hundred dollars. Right, right. Five years ago, right. Maybe today, those sandwiches cost six dollars. Right. So instead of being able to buy twenty sandwiches, you can now buy you know a hundred divided by six, which comes out to about you know sixteen point three three repeating. So you have a smaller purchasing power. So. Going back to inflation, the average inflation rate in this country is 2% over the last 50 years. The average inflation of the price of going to college has actually increased by about 6% a year. So in any given year, let's say, let's say you make $100,000 in a year, and let's say college costs $40,000 a year. So if this year you made $100,000, and it costs $40,000 to send your child to school, let's say you're covered. Okay, but what's gonna happen next year? Well, next year, you've been hit with a 2% inflation rate. Exactly. Maybe your salary hasn't grown by that residual 2%. So now, instead of earning $100,000, you're earning the equivalent of $98,000. Right, right. But in that same period, the price of college has increased by 6% in that one given year. You know what 6% of $40,000 is? $2,400. So now, instead of being $40,000, that's $20,420. So your price of college has increased dramatically, while what you're earning has not. So with that being said, that's that's what the top, that's what the true topic is, is how to help more, more and more kids go to school and can't do anything with their degree once they get out. Right. And they're stuck working regular jobs trying to pay off this in, uh, incredible amount of debt. If you, right. go, you go get a house behind that and it's like, dude, how can you do this by the end of your lifetime? Or how can you do it in a time enough, in, in time enough to enjoy your life in general? You know what I mean? Right. And so my, I mean, yeah, I, I certainly don't have all the answers. True. Right. But, I, I didn't expect you to have that answer. Yeah. I, I, I think but, that's like but, the overall question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But, but, but my, my opinion on the overall question is thus if you go to college and you major in what I would call a real study which means you know finance economics engineering right. mathematics something that's worthwhile and, and 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 you know in hard science you're gonna be just fine right the issue is, is that in a cultural sense we have shifted from majoring in things that are productive and useful and have a clear value, you know, now we've got all these kids who are majoring in, you know, under underwater basket weaving. Right. And they're coming out of college and saying, well, I, you know, I went to college for four years. I got a major in underwater basket weaving. I should be making, you know, $100,000 a year. <laughs> and that's just not the case. And that's just not the case. And so you've got... Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe they're majoring in that. Or, but I think that's America selling that dream. Or, you got to hang a left right here. Uh, oh, that's America selling that dream of, like, down this road. Right? Yeah, yeah, boogie or, left on this road. This one? Or no, 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 to the right, to the right. All right, cool. Um, no, and so people, you know, they buy this dream and they think, well, look, you know, if I go to college, I can do anything I, I want. Can, right, I can be anything. Right. Well, you know, guess what? That's not true. Right. It's a hard world out there. And if you, you know, I mean, look, I, 
I work in finance. I, I, I hire and fire some of the smartest people in the world. And if you're not able to, you know, to, to A, do the work, and to B, do work that generates enough income for whatever company you're working for, your value is significantly reduced. Right. And so, you know, when these kids graduate with these, you know, bizarre majors that have no real productive value to society, and then they say, oh, woe is me, I should, you know, I should be making a bunch of money because I, I paid for college and I took on all the student debt. Well, guess what? You know, you didn't learn something that somebody wants to hire you to, to know. Right. And so that's the issue. It's like you meet, I meet a lot of art majors and I'm just yeah. like, what is that? Exactly. Like, look, that's great. Like, art is important. Like, art's an important part of our culture. Like, I love art. I buy art. I invest in artists. I'm for it. But at the end of the day, if you're an art major and you're not creating world-class art. I'm coming right back. I just spilled red wine on her rug. She Where are you know. going? Okay, all right, I gotta run. All right, man, I appreciate you. Really nice to meet you, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, all I can tell you is, if any, if anybody, if anybody knows what the hell they're talking about, that guy knows because. He works for somebody that we all know, and they go by the name of Merle. <laughs> I think that he just laid a lot of facts on us. And that's, you know, I didn't get a chance to really keep on digging with him. I wish I'd have had a 30 minute ride with this guy, maybe even an hour. Because what's crazy to me is that they're telling us we can be anything. They give us like the option to select to be anything right and then but what the school should really be doing is just telling you like listen this is how america works you can be an art major but what are you going to do with that art major maybe you should be an art minor no disrespect to anybody doing that i just know that there's a lot of people out here with an art degree who can't really make a living for themselves you know and that's crazy because if you want to be an underwater basket weaver as he just suggested, you know, you should be able to do that. If not, it shouldn't even be part of the curriculum. You shouldn't even, you shouldn't even be able to deceive me a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 a large amount of deception going on as far as this goes. And like, I didn't get a chance to say it to him, but it's BS because they know that people are buying into this dream that you can be whatever you want to be if you put your mind to it. No, you cannot, people. You cannot be whatever you want to be. That's why I'm in school right now for software development. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's about that dollar. And it's gonna be a whole lot of it's gonna be a whole lot of jobs people gonna run into where they don't feel compensated and they're busting their ass and they hate their job. So the way I see it is even if I hate this thing that I'm in school for right now, at least I know I'll be compensated in the end and I can actually pay off this debt. Um, like I can't imagine somebody making like I don't know thirty five thousand dollars a year, forty thousand dollars a year, and they're sitting here with a mortgage and in school loans. I mean, like people, like they bust you, they bust you, and then you're paying taxes, right? I mean, who know? Like you're gonna pay your house, you're gonna pay your house off like twice before you actually get it if you get a good deal, right? I mean. 
it's just like, and we're assuming that you get to live 50, 60 years out of your life. That's what we're assuming. So I'm looking at it like, nah, man, something got to change. Something got to change. So this is like an anonymous type of thing, unless you want to tell you, say your name and where you're from or whatever, that's cool. But um, we're talking school and school loans and dealing with the aftermath of all of that. So you're saying to me, like, you can tell why you're in school. Who, who, what now? Say this again. So like, I don't want to bad talk my school. Right. But I can definitely tell, like, especially everyday life and especially in the library, you can tell which kids have worked to get into that school, A, and which kids are getting their daddy and mommy to pay for it right and which kids are all on them right and i think that's definitely i think shows the demographics of the school also right right i think that it's interesting because the way the way i'm looking at it right is like so the guy they just got out the car he was talking to me about inflation right yeah and like how the value of a dollar goes goes down every year by like two percent you know mm-hmm. what i mean so and the like the average the average uh the average interest rate on a student loan is like 7%, right? Yeah. Compared to like your car or your house, which would only be like 2 or 3%, right? So, um, it's funny, it was funny like to hear him, not, it was actually nothing funny about it. It was just ironic to me for him to be talking and tell me that most people are going to go to school. They're not going to, they're not going to make six figures when they get out. So you're immediately looking like at depend if you're in school paying for it, you're paying it for I mean paying for it yourself, you're gonna be looking at like Well my the, school is sixty thousand a year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You'll be looking at well into like two hundred thousand dollars a debt, yeah. depending on where you go. You know, so who's gonna pay off two hundred thousand dollars in debt, right? With a seven percent interest rate, right? And then you have like your house, the average house in America these days is going to run you in a good neighborhood about 250 to 500 thousand dollars depending on where you or are in the northeast and it's a million dollar house exactly exactly who's like can you really pay this off in time enough to retire or do you ever get to retire and that's like that's like the end all of the conversation that well, i mean like that's what i'm really getting at it's like they're fooling you telling you you can retire because everybody i know that 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 i've encountered personally that retired are looking still looking at at mortgage payments very few people have been in the yeah. position to pay them off you know and it's crazy like it's just i don't know like it's just, i just i just don't think they educate us like in high school well enough like the whole like once you get out of college like, it's all on you right like, kids just think college is partying and grades is part of it but when you go to a school that's more than x amount of money a year it's definitely gonna weigh on you as soon as you get that that's crazy. Sixty thousand a year. Yeah. Like and that's that's what I blows I think it's sixty two actually. But that's what blows my mind is that you can go to school K through twelve for absolutely free. And then like you wanna charge me that much money to get the rest of my education. I don't know. It's 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 odd to me. Like I don't know, it's just the guy that I was just talking to, he said that like he makes sure the rich stay richer. That's what he told me. So I'm it's looking It's all about who you know. Right, right, right. I'm looking at the pyramid like Nobody's coming out. If you're like, if you're in the middle class, lower middle class, or you know the bottom, like you're not getting out of there. You're not getting out of there. Barring like a major miracle, like a super athlete, or entertainer, or doctor, or lawyer, like a very good lawyer. You know what I mean? Like 
somebody's gonna have to come along and make a whole lot of money to fix your family's woes, you know what I mean? Like, otherwise you're just gonna end up passing this debt down, you know? And that's what's crazy is like, you're lying in the pockets of some very rich individuals and you may not even get be able to do anything with this degree that you have, you know? So I don't know what you guys are majoring in, but I'm majoring in um, software development. And the only reason I went to the... That's, that's the future. Right? right, that's the future right there. So that's why I went into that. It's not that I actually have a love for this shit at all. It's like, that's where the money at. That's where the future is. I mean, Department of Labor says it's going to grow in, like, I think some between, like, 17 and 24%. Like, it's like the largest, like, it's like the, lar it's like the largest growing industry in America right now. Well, I, ha I had one teacher tell me, pick a major that's going to be good. 10 years, not a major that's going to be good now. Right. It's always changing. Exactly. Which, exactly. Is, which is hard to know because you never know what the future is. You don't. And then, like, you want to do what you think you have passion for. And what you have passion for may not pay much at all. Yeah. So it's like, you're in a, you're like, and you have to make this decision between the age of 18 and 20, 20, like, early 20s. Most people are not going to make a sound decision at that age. Well, you basically you know, have to know your major by what your junior year, right? So that's what twenty years old. Exactly, years old? exactly. I'm sorry, I can't speak to on you guys, but for me personally, my decision to making at twenty was horrible. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I definitely like I was the guy who went to school and dropped out because I didn't see where I was gaining anything at the time. And my school that I was going to had me taking like the wrong classes for like the whole first semester. So that was on my that was on my advisor, you know what I mean? And they still wanted to charge me for that year. And I just felt like, you know what? That's crazy. Like, so I, I dropped out. That yeah. was, you know, and I was like, I'll I'll figure it out later. And I I never figured it out. So here I am later on in life going back to school because that's just what you gotta do. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a it's like a bear trap, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like you gotta get in. Like, you're not getting out of it once you get into it. So well, everyone tells you you gotta go, and then you think you have to go, right? And then because everyone's doing something, really, most people should just go to trade school. You know what I mean? Unless like you really, really, really want to dig deep into something and head into like getting like your bachelor's and your master's, so on and so forth. So it's just like I like I was talking to some people from overseas one time. I forgot what country they were from, but they were telling me that like. Um, like our degrees aren't even that respected worldwide because when we go to college, we're, st we're not studying just what we're there for. When they go to school, they're studying just that. say you're in the 60k range what was the what was the initial amount is what i'm trying to figure out like how long did it take you to get to this amount is what i'm saying i graduated with my bachelor's degree in 2012 it was probably the end of that year that i started paying on my student loan right and then i came back to school for my master's in 2000 the end of 2015 and graduated in 2017. During that time, my loan went into default. Not default, forbearance. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, because I was an active student, a right. full time student. Right, right. So, a couple months after that, it then uh, was active again. I had to start paying on it. And then I've been in different programs because the payment that they wanted me to pay was absolutely. So I'm on a income-driven repayment plan 
barely covering the interest. Exactly. Uh, so that's why it's still as high as it is. So do you think? I'm just I'm asking you questions that I would I'm asking everybody. Do you think you actually paid us off in a reasonable amount of time? And by yeah, reasonable amount of time, I mean like before like ten years or twenty. Do you feel like you're in a vicious cycle? No. No. Um, I feel that I am in my current position because of ECPI. Okay. I don't feel like I would have gotten into the IT world as quickly or as seamlessly as I did if I did not attend ECPI. I don't, by vicious cycle, I didn't mean like, because of school. I mean, I meant because of school, but I didn't mean because of ECPI. By a vicious cycle, I mean just in terms of student debt, paying it off, interest rate. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like that's, like, are you, you're cool with that interest? Like, you know, because I met a guy, and it was interesting that I met the guy because the topic was student, was student loans, and I was asking people questions like you hear me asking you right now. And he worked, ironically, he worked for Merrill Lynch. And he started breaking down the game to me, and it was just crazy to hear him tell me, like, you know, the interest rate on the average student loan is like 7%. You know, most people are in school are not wise enough to go into school for something like us, gentlemen, where we're going to actually be able to pay the loan off. Most people are going to end up in this vicious cycle, as as I quote him, their entire lives. Most of them will die in debt behind student loans and mortgages. That's that's basically what the that's basically what I'm trying to tap into with this episode of the podcast. It's not like I have a it's not about what I personally think about the situation. It's like is the situation actually something like are we being lied to as Americans because they're telling you you can be anything, but really in reality you can only be like ten or twelve things and get out of debt without giving your children your problems. It all depends. So there's a lot of times it's not what you know to you know. Right. But I do still honestly believe that we can be anything that we want to be. So there are various loopholes that can get us there with minimal debt, Mm. but it may cost us time. Right. So to accelerate or position yourself because we're only one of billions of Americans. That's what I'm looking at it as, though. Like To position myself... To be more attractive to a job title or a promotion or a given entrepreneurship or something like that then the next person I got to make sure that either a my credentials are outstanding compared to the next person's or I have to present my value in such a way that it is comparable or better than somebody who holds more credentials than I do right so Again, it's not always what you know, it's, it's who, you, who know. you know. Right. Uh, and how you're able to convey that message. Because you can have all the credentials in the world, but if you don't fit the build for the morale, for the, the culture of a company, then it's not going to work. Sure, you may know your stuff, but nobody's going to get along with you. Mm. Uh, or you could just be super good at taking tests. You know, you read something, you remember it for enough time to ace the test, you get a certification. Right. You try to act on that and do it in an actual application or a real-world environment, and you look like uh, deer in headlights. Exactly. And you can't perform under those kinds of 
no uh, circumstances. In which case, sure, you're qualified on paper, but not in actual practical applications. Right. So there's so many different variables to it. I do feel like student loans are kind of a gimmick as far as the expense of them. I don't feel it should cost as much as it does. That's. I think that's what I. I think that's what I really want to. That's what I'm really getting at. It's like, why is it you can send me to school from K through 12 for absolute for absolute free, right? And then you put me in a position where you know I'm not only possibly going to need this extra four years of school, in some scenarios, we're going to have to get to grad school, you know, and, and work from there even too. And you can charge me even more money as I, as I attempt to get there, right? So... It's like when you say it's gimmicky. I mean, I, I think I think it's something that I guess it's somewhere between. It's somewhere behind the, behind the lines of like the Wizard of Oz thing. Like it has to have a great deal to do with the economy and what's going on. Otherwise, I might feel like I'm just lining a bunch of rich people's pockets. I should not be paying this much money to go to school. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a lot of unknowns, and I feel like there's a lot of a lot of truth to what you're saying, but there's also a lot of uh, open-ended gray areas. So when you said going to grade school and it didn't cost us anything, it didn't cost us anything because we weren't old enough or in a position where we would be liable financially for that. Right. But our parents working, paying taxes in their jobs, county assessments, uh, personal property taxes, county taxes, state taxes. Right. Those taxes that are not federal are what are used to go towards budgets and things like that. Of those budgets, they have to figure out how to piece it together and uh, ration it out for education, for maintenance and improvements of the the roads and the the state and stuff like that. Um, The fire, EMS, and police and and things of that nature. events for fundraising you know you have to still pay for certain aspects of fundraising even though the purpose behind it is to raise funds for other things but you still gotta buy food pay the vendors that are coming out and offering services and things like that so the taxes is what is helping pay for the schools for us to go to but it is a requirement for us to attend school because if we didn't and we weren't homeschooled or private school, mm-hmm. then our parents could get in trouble and actually locked up. So because it was a requirement, they can't necessarily say, well, sure, you're paying taxes, but you also have to pay a tuition fee for your children to go to school because mm. uh, they're mandating it. So as where college uh, is optional, you don't have to go to college. Right. You don't have to go to ECPI for college. You don't have to go to a technical school. Right. You don't have to go to an in-state college, but all of these things take into consideration as far as what the tuition would be if you're in-state, out-of-state, is it a technical school, is it accelerated, what are you going for? So because it's optional and you're at an age to start making well-sound decisions, even though financial aid for most kids that are coming in here is still dependent on their parents' income because of their age. Right. Us... Uh, we're past that point, so it's based off of our income. So honestly, we probably made out a little bit better mm-hmm. waiting to come to school because if our parents were stupid successful, oh, then you're not getting any gain. 
Right. So, but if you pass that point where your parents' income doesn't matter and you're working, oh, trying to make ends meet between two different jobs and you're barely scratching a 25K annual salary, you're going to get paid. Uh, and a lot of times you're going to qualify for grants, right. which you don't have to pay. Right. Like due to inflation, is it's it's almost like you know a hamster wheel. Like once you get in it, it's, you can't right, get out. right, right. I mean, uh, yeah. And this is how it's, it's really quick. Is there any is there any way that we could just stop for one second at Seven Eleven? Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, it's almost like taxes. It's like exactly. you have them until and, you die. Right, and then and then what happens? Then your co-signers are F. Exactly. Because if you sign someone on, the debt spirals to help down. You, then they go after them. Yeah, the debt spirals like. Yeah, the student loan thing is is. Because I mean, even even the federal, I mean, you've got you've got variable interest rates where as soon as you get below, as soon as you pay off like half of it, they jack them up. Exactly. Exactly. And they just like double and triple and I'll yeah, They put you in a position where you cannot get out. Right. And it was funny because Well and if when you're when you're young too and like right out of school or like if you go to grad school, they're like, Oh, defer it, it's yeah. not a big deal. Defer it, defer it, defer it and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna defer while I'm in school. Right. And then I'm gonna take out more loans. And then, like, when you actually become, like, a somewhat adult, and you're like, holy shit. Right. Then they get you with your, well, you're not making any money, so we're going to put you on this low plan. Right. Like, high interest. Right. That just keeps going, and then it just goes on and on and on. And it was funny, before I started recording the guy, I asked, like, I asked him what he did for a living, and he was like, he told me what he did, who he worked for, and, yeah. and then he said, basically, I just make sure the rich stay rich. And that's what I, like, this is yeah. what I've realized. Like, it makes no sense you go to school K through 12 for absolute free. Yeah. And then I go to this next level of school and suddenly I'm paying astronomical amounts of money. I'm crazy. Yeah, more money than I pay for my car. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a quarter of what I would pay for a house, this is what I'm paying for this education. Just for you to tell me that I qualify on a job that you're going, you, I really won't know what's going on until I get on a job and you train me anyway. So right. it's, it's like, it's it's, it's unreal. And then, God forbid, you decide, like, oh, I need to get a second degree mm. to excel in the profession in which I've picked. Right. 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 And then, grad, like, grad school was eight times the amount of what my undergrad was. Easily. And you're just like, what? Right. But you can't, like, you can't do anything else. Like... It's not like anybody has the money you pay for that. You take a job out while you're in college. Right. You be a GA, which cuts part of your tuition, but your tuition is still so astronomical that it's like, well, now we're stuck with this. Forever, it, it, and it's, it's a second mortgage. It's unreal. It's unreal. Is what it ends up. That's what, it, that's what it ends up being. You end up paying a million dollars to these people for land and for education. You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. The bubble has to burst at some point. It, ha I, it has to. It, it will. It will. Because, like, he was breaking it down to me. Like, you can't. It's, it's next to him. It's, it's, he didn't say it, but 
he when he said when he, when he when he spoke to me about inflation, yeah, he made me understand that it, it's you're not you're not getting out of this. There's no way you're getting out of this hole unless unless you like have like you're you're making a lot of money. I'm talking like close to you know a million dollars. Right, or you hit the lottery, or you have a, a child athlete prodigy, right? You know, so it's it's scary, man. It's scary when you realize what the country's doing. I mean, not so much as the country, because like he was saying, like like I said, he said he make he makes sure the rich stay rich, and so I immediately said to him, so you you said you know exactly who runs the country is what I said to him. <laughs> he was one, like, he was not, like, yeah, I know who runs the country. <laughs> not, not to mention that one of the provisions that like Donald Trump is looking at now is which is big you know betsy devos who's the secretary of education okay she's the terrible excuse my language she's a terrible terrible human being bitch right um i mean one of the things that they're they were trying to do is broker a deal like a, a tit for tat legislation where if your if your income was a certain amount from your job, then the Department of Education, like the federal student loans, could jack up your interest rates because you could pay. So that means you just. So, so what that means is, even if you're doing well in your life, right, and you're making more money in your career, they can change the rules. They change the rules on you. Which so one? Which one is it? Good? Uh, one more. One more. Yep. Yeah. Right here. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, if you get to that point where, like, let's say it's fifty thousand dollars. You know, as soon as you make 51 and, and, and kind of give yourself a little bit of a pad to... Right, to, to breathe and save some money. Like, they ja bed, they like, jack your interest rates Have some rates savings up. in case you, you know, get sick or right. your car breaks down or... They jack your rates up and say, well, you can afford it now. <laughs> How about that? It's crazy. Crazy man. Well, thank you. Listen, I hope you guys don't mind me using lovely. this conversation. No, not at all. All right, no. uh, thanks. Have you a want... lovely evening. Thanks, I'm thanks. Glad we're the end of your road. Yes, you yes. You're only on the podcast. Well, first off, let me start over. <laughs> I record all my rides for safety anyway. Oh, I got you. But I don't like. I have to ask for permission to put right. you on my podcast. So. I haven't like said we're not signing away. We're not saying action is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't think it's fair. Or I don't. The thing I don't think it's fair is college is too expensive. That's what I think. It's stupid. That's what I. It's think. ridiculous how expensive it is. It is. Now, yeah, I think the whole process is silly. But I do get if you're gonna look. If you're, I mean, if you're loaning somebody money and they sign on whatever the percentage is. Right. Now, I think the percentage is too high, but they're signing off on it. Right, right. But at the same time, a lot of people, most people don't have somebody to pay for them to go to school, right? So, right. most of these people are making that decision at 18 years old when they don't know anything anyway, right? So, I think we pay, I paid mine off within the last five years, and I'm 40, almost 40 years old. But that's, so that's pretty, a long time. That's pretty good, though, because I, I, met, uh, I met one couple who were in their late 50s and we're still had it. Yeah, we still had it, you know, so. Are you 80? I would tell somebody to pay it off as quickly as they could. Say, no, stop doing stupid crap. Right, right, right. Because like, I'd rather not go out and pay off the stupid crap. <laughs> right, right. Yes, I would give that advice. You're pretty smart, <laughs> you know. I think that's smart, for sure, you know. My brother works for Lending Tree, so he knows. 
Ah. We have discussions like this. Right, right. I think a lot of people don't know how to just put their life on pause. And or stop eating now, doing all that stuff. Right, stop. right, right. Go to Kroger, Walmart, and get your food. Self-discipline is the amount of money that people, well, if you get, and the other problem is people just live up to whatever their income is. So right. if you're making 100 grand, they're spending 100 grand. Right. That's very true, man. If you're making 40, you're living on 40. Right. Now, right. if you can make 100 and live on 40, there you, you, you win it. There you go. That's that's what you really want to do. Yeah. Right. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. So that's the advice I would give somebody. Uh, and I max out your retirement at the beginning, so you're never you never used to having that money. It's always going away before you get it. Right, right, right. But it was such. It was like it's got like a renowned chef kind of thing. The whole college thing is a scam. It's a, the whole town is, is like. And I think that's why, like, that's why I think so many people have had opinions on it. Like, it's like one because most people feel robbed after it's all said and done. Because most of money is they're not even working with the degree that they got. Yeah. Well, even doctors, lawyers. I mean, it's hard to make that much money to pay those things back. Right. And he was actually saying those are the people who stand to like get get jammed up even more oh, yeah, because they have to go to like you know get their yeah. masters med school right 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 so it's tough it's tough and the um well, meanwhile the colleges are making and universities are making the towns zillions of dollars right it's funny as hell when you think about it go to k through 12 for absolutely free yeah yes we are in scott's edition I think the JUCO transfer stuff is going to start picking up more than it has in the, in recent years. Because you can go to so you can go to like community colleges for two years. Right. That's you're, what you're I not, You're paying like a quarter of the price. I think that's I think that's what it's really about at this point. You kind of start somewhere small and then finish somewhere big. Well, know? then yeah, because they have deals like you can go you can automatically get into UVA for two more years if you have like a three five or whatever. I don't know what it is. But. One guy was telling me he. Uh, one guy was telling me he's paying sixty-two thousand dollars a year to go to, I think, uh, TCU. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right, Texas Christian. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, whoa, it's ridiculous. Yeah, out of state. And out of state, it's just crazy. Oh I mean, it's worth gosh. like Georgia. I think is free if you live in Georgia. Really? Yes. What? It yeah. Is, uh, if you live in Georgia. If you've lived there for whatever how many years. Great, I'm sure, right? I don't. I don't know that they're that high. Sure but, to be accepted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it is part wow. of your... that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a great deal. Yeah. You got to love it, too, though, because, like, you pay all that money, and then, like, you're not even out of school a year, and then, like, somebody, somebody's, <laughs> call, somebody's calling you, like, can you want to donate some money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> donated $200,000 to you <laughs> right. guys. And like, I will be for 20 years. Right. You went to school for free, though. That's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Right, right. I'm... Yeah. America, America, America. What are you doing? Oh, yeah.
They say a stubborn way is the way to stay. So I chased the plenty strays, then I ran away. Missed out on plenty just trying to penetrate. After dinner dates, me and my intimate begin to escape. What you learn is you live, and I tend to survive. Like a down ass homie dog, I tend to just ride. You been that corner hard, I'ma lean it aside. Until the destination met, then we arrive. So I arrive at court, arrive on porch. Just moving to do nothing, just show the support. In the world where a man can smoke a million new ports, you understand, of course. I've got the I'm just truthfully